Hi, and welcome to OutTech Your Kids, a tech-positive podcast for the age of digital parenting. In 15 minutes or less each week, we'll give you the fast answers to all your burning tech questions. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gunminer. We're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com and CoolMomTech.com. You might also know us as the hosts of the parenting podcast, Spawned. And thank you so much for joining us today. Today, we're going to be answering the question... How are my kids circumventing my parental controls? (laughs) This is a good one. And we will enlighten you right after this. Thanks so much to our OutTech Your Kids podcast sponsor, Sophia Family. Have you signed up for their newsletter to get first access to their digital activity manager? It's the first dedicated digital activity time manager built to work across all of your devices on and offline and can even track individual users on shared devices, all from a single app on your own phone or tablet. Kids cannot circumvent this. Learn more and sign up for early access at sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids. That's Sophia with an F, S-O-F-I-A, sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids. Okay, Liz, I don't know about you, but I've been paying a little more attention to the screen time in my house, which got me thinking about some of the funny posts we've seen in OutTech Your Kids, where parents have shared the ways their kids have circumvented their parental controls. I guess maybe they don't think they're funny, but we do. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny. Actually, it was a great conversation in the Facebook group because people were laughing about it and commiserating and nobody was judging anyone and nobody seemed devastated. It was really, it was actually very fun thread. So I'm glad we kind of compiled some of these ideas and decided to talk about this because kids are smart. And uh, we thought as a way to give you a way to maybe stay one step ahead of your kids, if not (laughs) 10 steps behind them, (laughs) we could share some of the ways that kids are circumventing parents' screen time and digital controls Yes, and having their way with the internet. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) what's the first one we've got on our list? Okay. So first of all, I just want to say that if kids are disregarding your rules, We always say you have a parenting issue. It's not a failure of technology. Yes, that's an important point. So let's keep that in mind first. If if you're like, wow, how are they able to get around this? Maybe the issue is not whatever you're using to monitor them. Maybe the issue is you need to have more open conversation with them about rules. So let's just start there. Um, But the first thing that we're seeing, just a few (laughs) favorites here, is that um, shutting down your Wi-Fi at night or even your cellular, should you do that, does not mean kids cannot play games or watch shows. Yes. So parents shut down their Wi-Fi at night thinking that will stop their kids. But here's what you need to know. Kids can easily download shows and movies onto their devices to watch offline, same as we do when we go on planes. And they can play plenty of games offline, too. So turning off your Wi-Fi, not really the solution. Yes, I agree. And also, speaking of Wi-Fi networks, here's a good one. If there are Wi-Fi networks near you that are unsecured, maybe neighbors, maybe friends, who knows, kids can just hop on another network. So it's sort of like when we're out and about, you know, and we're like, hey, is there Wi-Fi here? That's basically what your kids can do in your own house. (laughs) Yes. And even if not in your house, if they're just walking around the street or out and about, and and it's good to talk to your kids about the dangers of unsecured open wireless networks to begin with. You don't want your kids to go on those. Right. But um, here's another one. Number three, one of the ways kids circumvent the downtime controls on iPhones specifically 
<laughs> Kristen, they change the time on their phones. Oh my, we have heard this so many times, and I have to say, it's annoying, but also very impressive. <laughs> I, I know. Look, I admit, this is embarrassing, but back during the Candy Crush days, when I was like, oh, I'm out of lives for 24 hours, my kids were like, oh, just set your clock back, and then you'll get the lives and then set it forward what? again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sneaky trick. So now kids are using it to circumvent those controls. So keep an eye on that. <laughs> yes, yes. That is an important one. We've heard that one several times actually over in our OutTech Your Kids Facebook group. The other thing to think about too is if you have more than one child with another gadget in the house, you need to keep an eye on them because they can use each other's gadgets. You can use it as a hotspot. You can log into your own account on someone else's gadget. So there are lots of things that you can do with your own accounts, even if you're not on your own gadget. Exactly. So to be clear, this is something that I've heard about at playdates and at school where you may say to your kids, no Snapchat account, and they go, no problem. And you check their phones and say, no, I don't see any Snapchat account. Well, meanwhile, what they've done is they've gone into their best friend's Snapchat account and created a second account. And they toggle between them. Mm -hmm. So when they're with their friend, they can go on Snapchat because they don't have it on their phone. They have it on their friend's phone. So um, <laughs> that's definitely something that happens with social media accounts in particular. Mm -hmm. And again, it's another reason we always talk about parenting and open communication about tech and why that's more important than any particular lockdown mode. I kind of... Uh, is this a bad analogy? I think about, you know, in high school, in the go-go 80s, when our parents would check to see if we had alcohol in our breath and we would bring out the banaca. <laughs> and so, you know, you find ways around the rules, mm -hmm. right? So if all you're doing is checking your kid's uh, phone or device every single day to say, see if Snapchat is there and know it's not there, you think they're good, they're going to find a way around it. What's better is to have conversations about what they can have, what they can't, and why and um, help raise them, as we always say, to be good digital citizens, not to just find tricky ways around the rules. It's not a game for them to try to <laughs> try to out-tech out you. That's true. And the why is important. This happened actually to my oldest Quinlan. Her friend, who was not supposed to be on Instagram, was using her Instagram account on Quinlan's phone and was actually sending some really questionable, inappropriate, and possibly very terrible messages. Oh, and yikes. I had to talk to Quinlan about, hey, listen, if someone finds this on your phone, they're not going to differentiate. They're going to be like, you are letting her use your own phone instead of her own phone. So there are some major consequences that can be associated with using your account on someone else's gadgets. That's a great point. Plus, it can be tracked back to your phone number, your IP address. Exactly. Not smart. Exactly. And then one of the last complaints that we heard from parents, well, we heard a lot more. So many. But one of the last ones we want to talk about is the regular old <laughs> low-tech trick of sneaking and grabbing their phones while you're sleeping, <laughs> which kind of fascinated me. But parents are always surprised by this. Yes. Like, you know, I thought I had it all, you know, stacked up securely on my nightstand next to my bed at night. And it turned out my kids were tiptoeing in at night when I was asleep and taking their phones back. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. I know it's a pretty simple one. But I have to say, many of the parents in our group mentioned this one in one form or another. It even included sometimes old gadgets that they had thought they had put away and maybe the old gadget drawer. So basically, if you have a real problem with kids abusing screen time privileges after hours, 
hours, you really need to lock up the gadgets, parents, if you don't want them getting them at night. <laughs> or put them under your pillow. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, tie them to your hand, duct tape them to your foot. <laughs> But hopefully, honestly, you never get to that point because uh, you have, a again, like a parenting issue and a boundary issue if your kids are not respecting your rules and they're sneaking in to, to steal the iPads and, you know, play one more game of uh, Animal Crossing on the Switch at night in the middle of the night. And hey, we know there's many other ways the kids can get past check rules, of course, but we thought these would be a few to start with just to help you keep your eye on a few of the things to watch out for should you need. Yeah, and maybe we'll have to do round two, but you can see everything that uh, some of the parents shared over in our OutTech Your Kids Facebook group, and you can actually join in the discussion. It's actually really wonderful and funny, and we're, you know, we're so glad parents are mostly laughing and commiserating instead of panicking, right? Because that's an easy direction to go. Plus, it's always a good <laughs> reminder, as we always say, that we are all in this together and we're all here to support each other. It's a really non-judgy community and we get so many of our best ideas from parents just like you. So stop by OutTech Your Kids on Facebook. Just search it from the Cool Mom Picks Facebook page or type it into the search bar and you will find us and we'd love to have you join us. And hey, listen, before we sign off, we want to tell you about our sponsor, Sophia Family, because guess what? Your kids cannot circumvent this digital activity manager, and there are two reasons why. Why, Kristen? The first reason is because it's completely controlled on your phone, Liz, on your own phone. Nothing is on their phone that they can control. <laughs> so have a good password on your phone. Yes. <laughs> but the other thing is that it doesn't operate through a router, and that's a huge distinction to make. It actually has a hub that is attached to HDMI cables. So it's very different. There are a lot of products out there that use a router, and Sophia Family does not. It's actually the first ever dedicated digital activity time manager that works across all your devices as well. So even if you're online or you're offline, if you're out of the house or in your house, you can track, you can see what's going on, and you can manage everything right from a single app that's on your own mobile phone or your tablet. Plus, what we like about Sophia Family System is they think like we do. They know that you need to be communicating with your kids, collaborating with them, working together so that they can become involved and invested in managing their own screen time habits and digital health and best practices. The goal is really that they'll grow into the young adults and then adults who will practice healthy digital habits for a lifetime. And the Digital Activity Manager, it's not a substitute for your parenting, just nope. a helpful way to give kids a few more boundaries that they might need. Think of it like training wheels until they've earned the right to have a little more autonomy. Yeah, so if you go to sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids, that's Sophia with an F, here's what you can do. And I know many of you have already done this, which is awesome. You can sign up for their mailing list because not only are you going to get first access when their digital activity manager is ready, but also they've got some awesome tips, tricks, great advice that you'll get. Nothing spammy, nothing to jam up your inbox any more than it already is. So go to sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids and sign up. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the fifth episode of OutTech Your Kids. Huge thanks to our engineer, Georgina Hahn. And hey, if you like what we're talking about here and want to learn more or even ask your own questions, we would love. Please join our OutTech Your Kids community on Facebook where thousands of tech-positive parents like you, we hope, share their tips and concerns in a positive, non-judgmental community. It is pretty awesome there, if I do say so myself. Yes, and you can also subscribe to OutTech Your Kids, the podcast, right now while you're listening. Just tap that subscribe button. That means every time we 
publish a new podcast episode, it'll pop right up on your phone. And hey, they're only 15 minutes long, sometimes even less. Like today. Yeah, like today. But also, Liz, you know the trick, right? You can push the 1.5 times button and we all suddenly talk faster. (laughs) Have you ever used that? (laughs) This could be a 10-minute episode depending on how fast you can listen. I have done that. There are some podcast hosts who speak slower than others and the 1.5 really doesn't seem to make that much of a difference. But we talk pretty quickly anyway. But hey, if you like what we're doing here and you've got a moment, can leave us a nice five-star review. We would so appreciate it. It really helps other listeners and parents like you find us, which is great because then the more of us who are in this together, the more we can help each other. Yes, absolutely. Tell your friends, tell your family, share it on your social media. We so greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to OutTech Your Kids. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye.